Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm going to me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm going me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. What up? We back, man. The Rose Podcast. I your boy, C. Diddy. That makes me sick, man. Back here, man. Eating food in mid-work, John. Like, you remember when we was young and you could eat, like, a, 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 a big-ass cheesesteak and a cheese fries and then keep going on with your Old day? meatloaf. Yeah. Let <laughs> me get four slices of that loaf. Yeah, let me get some of that loaf. Like, but now if you eat anything heavier than, like, a Caesar salad, you will dead-ass be taking a nap, man. Itis. We all, we all fell asleep in the Capitol yeah, the, the other day. We was up there dying. Dead, man. Brothers was dying, man. We are back, man. Another episode of the Rose Podcast ever here, live from the Frame Complex at 222 Market Street. We upstairs in the lounge at uh, Unframe. We got parties going on every Friday, Saturday, certain Sundays. Um, so if y'all want to book a private party, host your party here, your birthday party, your graduation celebration, uh, just dump this whole party, whatever you want, you know, to be the cause of your party, you could do that up here. Then downstairs, they also have a frame restaurant. They just had Fab's uh, bur- private birthday dinner here the other night. They also had Lil Baby's uh, tour uh, dinner party, him and Tiana Teller. When he was here uh, back in August, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. this is pretty much one, one of the hottest spots in Philadelphia. You know what I mean? So with that in mind, you can follow them on social media at FramePHL. Y'all can reach out directly through that. They got the number right on the uh, on the page where you can book, you know, your private parties, birthday parties, Dinner reservations, brunch reservations, whatever it is that you want to do here at Frame Philly. How you feeling? Feeling great, man. A lot of stuff going on in and around the uh, news media and culture at large. A lot of music out. A lot, a lot, a lot of music out. Uh, Lil Wayne and 2 Chainz got an album out. Uh, Lil Durk and OTF put an album out. He's actually, interestingly, shifted his... um, his independent releases were all going through, like his, his compilation albums are all going through Empire. He shifted everything back over to Alamo and Sony. So I know he just got another big giant check. So salute to Dirk uh, for, for, you know, for, for cracking another, uh, another you know, big paycheck. You know what I mean? Shout out to that. Um, I'm glad you brought up music. Yeah, what else is out? Uh, hold on. A bunch on. of shit out. You want me to go? Yeah. Uh, Benny and Lil Wayne got a song out. We missed that a couple weeks ago. We didn't talk about that. That came out like two weeks ago. Deacon Ross. Uh, uh, Trippy Red, Meek and Ross, Kevin Gates album is coming out next week. Uh, Tory Lanez, Alone at Prom Deluxe, 42 Doug put out two singles since he's been home. And all of that shit takes a back burner to <laughs> Drake and Andre 3000. <laughs> you want to flip a coin? Which one do you want to start with? I haven't, I haven't bought a coin out. I don't you got a coin? Flip a card. All right. I, oh, you, got any, any, you got any metal cards? Yeah. I got my platinum mimics. That's metal. <laughs> Talking shit. Right <laughs> yeah, flip your plaque. Flip your plaque. All right, heads up, mm-hmm. Drake. Back the flute print three thousand. Oh wait, everything good. All right, three thousand. Yeah, Starting with three thousand. Um, you niggas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we you sound like one of them alpha male podcast yeah, niggas. Yeah, you bitches. Yeah, man. We start with, with, with three stacks. <laughs> you niggas, man. 
listen. I've been around you niggas for a long time. Unfortunately, to my uh, own detriment. To my own, <laughs> to, to the detriment of my whole life. I've been around you niggas my whole life. I have never seen you niggas once mention Yaz flute, classical music, yeah. soothing music, relaxation. Relaxation. <laughs> I've never seen this goes 432 hertz. This this goes back to my initial thought that I've been on this past couple podcasts and on our Patreon. If you're not subscribed to the Patreon, official TRP, official patreon.com slash official TRPE. Say that five times fast. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> we got to stop moving the fucking goalpost. I get it. Andre 3000 is a rap legend. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. You can't argue that. AT Aliens, Equimini, Southern Player Catalytic Music, Goddamn uh, 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 Stankonia. Stankonia. You understand? Idlewild. Uh, so Fresh and So Clean. Andre 3000, that nigga, dog. Bigger box, love below. He that nigga. But we got Andre 3000 as that nigga because he was acting like that <clears throat> nigga on them rap records. He was actually rapping. He was getting on them rap records and saying shit like leather in the summer, silk in the winter. This is such an art. Where do I begin her? I used to sing tenor in the church choir. Really, I was flexing, but the girls, they was fine. I'm the type of guy that know the subtle signs. She ain't even trying to look sexy. But even if she was, so what? Motherfucker grow up, don't mean to be so abrupt. Like DeAndre 3000, that nigga. He's a wizard. He's a wizard. I remember my face was like stuck the first time I heard Rosa Parks. I met a gypsy and she hit me to some life game. Like he, that nigga can rap. Gotta rap. (laughs) Ain't that crazy? Ain't that crazy in 2023? Our rappers don't even gotta rap. Listen, but 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 here's my problem with the goalpost moving shit. I watched y'all last two weeks. I watched y'all, all of y'all. Three weeks. Tell me how Drake put out an album where he didn't rap enough and it was awful because of it. Mm-hmm. Why he don't rap? What's wrong with this nigga? They completely dismissed the R&B monsters the, that are the, on the... The mega records on that. Fuck that. When my man say, you're going to need a major, major cosign. Cosign. <laughs> They just ignored the major <laughs> cosign records that he got on there. Like... Y'all crucified Drake for dropping an album where he didn't rap enough. And literally within the same month, I see y'all praise an album where the man ain't rap one time. Didn't rap at all. And you're using it to tell me about real And it just, I had a nigga yesterday was like, nah, bro, you don't understand. See, you, just that shit you play when you at the spa. You know what I'm saying? It's that spa music right here. So you know what I said? What spa do you go to? He said, what you mean? I was like, you told me. That, that's the, the setting. This, this, that's that's, that's what we get. We got to get it off at the spot, So what's, what's your go-to spot? What spot do you have a monthly pass? What spa <laughs> do you go to? He was like, I mean, I, I went to the joint in Vegas. <laughs> I was in Vegas. I hit a little parlay. So <laughs> I, went extra there. Break. I went there. Uh, gave me a 30% yeah. off coupon. Tulum. That was included with the room. They gave us a free one. Free spa. So I went, <laughs> just like. Get a 40, $400 spa man. credit. Like, can we stop this nonsense? As yo? somebody that goes to the spa often, as part of my, my relaxation and my mental health routine, I go to, my favorite one is the is the underground at the Logan. Yo, I, also, I, I was about to say, the Four Seasons shit kind of, well, let me shut up. I also go to Four Seasons. I actually got a gift card for a massage of the Four Seasons right now that, that my girl bought me for our anniversary that I'm actually about to use. Uh, but then there's also Rescue Spa downtown that she just went to recently and was like, it was fucking phenomenal. 
with that, with all of that, all that, yeah, the underground is that's my shot. Like that's, that's my that's my thing. Is is smooth aromatherapy? I get the blue eucalyptus massage, whatever. I'm I'm that. That's who I am. I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. As somebody that goes to the spa often, I never see you niggas at the spa. <laughs> I've been to Air Bath in New York. I've been to Spa Castle. I've been to Spa 57. I've been to all these places. Listen, man. I went to the spa when I was in Barcelona at the grand opening of Nobu. <laughs> like, when I went to fucking, when I stayed at Nazook in Cancun, all of this shit. I never see niggas, period, let alone you niggas, Yo, at the spa. I've been to the spa. I go to the spa. I went recently. You know what I'm saying? I've gotten into that type of shit. Really, you see my nails. I'm getting yeah. the hand health and all that yeah. shit. They're not playing the flute print. <laughs> at, at, at the spot, like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're not playing that. It just is, a, it's, it's, it, it boils down to all the hoes like Andre 3000. They love them. And all the niggas. You walk around barefoot. <laughs> and all the niggas, especially those, I'm on a higher vibration niggas. Them Grand Rising, <laughs> Morning Queen niggas. Yeah. Them Cairo Shell niggas. Yeah, man. Seashell necklace niggas. All of them. Real quick, let me put this in pause. Seashell <laughs> necklace niggas are more toxic oh and damaging God. to women oh than God. hood niggas. Oh. Bar none. Oh. Bar none. I told you, I had a, a seashell necklace nigga kidnap me one night <laughs> with two hoes over there. <laughs> you know what I, my man was like, why are you with this nigga? I'm like, I can't get out. <laughs> And he got the hose. And yeah. he got the hose. So that's that. But it's like, yo, everybody likes Andre. You don't really get many people that's just like, I don't fuck with three. Yeah, he's universally loved. That's just what it is. So it's like, yo, three stacks drop a f- the flute print and everybody's like, I'm fucking with it. But I promise you, I promise you, if Drake would have dropped a <laughs> flute album for all the dogs. The interpretive jazz. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! Can you imagine if Drake got like super passionate about like tap dancing, oh. and then he dropped the tap album, <laughs> <laughs> the tap print? <laughs> like what the tap, tap Friday? <laughs> Yo, man, and and that's just the reality of it. Y'all don't listen to this music. Y'all don't even like this music. You're not gonna be going. How the fuck you like? I watch niggas. It's like you was just talking about Larry June and fucking Dirk. What are you talking about? There's somehow now, I never heard you mention Dizzy Gillespie, motherfucking Miles Davis, none of this other type music. I've never uh, heard. Robert Glasper. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, God. Dog. You know what a nigga told me last week? Shout out to uh, Bino. I was talking to Bino the other day. We're going to get him on when his album done. He, I'm going to do a skit on his album. <laughs> but you know they had All You Can Sing, mm-hmm. right? Nigga. Shout out all you can sing. It looked like a vibe, Look, man. Like it was all of that. All the dinos been talking about this no, shit for a week straight. They don't, they, won't, they don't gut out much. Yeah, they they don't won't shut much. the fuck up about <laughs> all you can sing. They crazy about it. But you know what I had a nigga say to me the other day? No, the all you can sing shit be rolling. It be mad bitches in there. But it's like all they play is R&B. Nigga! <laughs> it's in the title. <laughs> all you can sing, my Ain't nigga. all you can trap. Ain't all, <laughs> Ain't all you can <laughs> rap. <laughs> all you can up. That's what nigga. <laughs> all you can drill. <laughs> Dog, nigga want to go to All You Can I and, and get mad that they playing Usher. And like, what the fuck? Even I'm saying, like, even like Drake Night, like, they played two hours of Drake. The <laughs> All other they two, played like, was Drake. The other two hours they played, like, what's up with y'all? <laughs> like, <laughs> that last time I spent $20 on some Drake Night shit. They ain't play no Pluto. They ain't play no Meek. This shit is crazy. 
Nigga was mad that it was all R and B at the All You Can Say. So that's like, niggas. So that's niggas. I just told you you can't please You don't take a moment to not listen to drill music. But since three stacks dropped, you like, no, see if your mind was at peace. You'll be your third you eye. You'll be your third eye. <laughs> like, and miss me, man. Uh it's what not I, for me. What I what I can say is this. Um, my girl is a is a licensed esthetician. She specializes in all things skin. Shout out, shout out C and SLX Studio. Ladies, get y'all uh, you know, make y'all appointment. Uh mm. she gave she did a collagen mask on me last night or whatever. You know, I'm trying to like, you know, my skin is good, but I'm trying to get it like glass. Like I'm trying I'm on my I'm on my glass skin mission right now. So she did a collagen mask on me last night and I said, yo, she, and I muted the TV. We was watching First Wives Club on Netflix, which is a great fucking show. I had no idea. Shout out BET. That's an amazing show with Jill Scott and uh Malik Yoba's crazy ass. So I'm uh, I, I mute the TV, I pause the TV, mute it, whatever, and then I I was like, yo, I'm gonna cut on this uh, Andre three thousand album, like this this flute shit, whatever. She's like, oh, you trying to go to sleep? So she's like, matter of fact, since you're doing that, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a mask and I'm gonna do one too. We're gonna sit here, we're gonna fucking relax. I cut this shit on in three minutes and forty four seconds. I was snoring yeah. out loud, like, yeah. and I'm just like, damn. He might be on to something. Like, it kind of turned me a little bit where I'm like, yo, he might be on to something because fucking uh, William Sonoma, Bed Bath & Beyond, if there's any of them still open, uh, Target, uh, random hotel lobbies and shit like that, that's where this shit is going to play. No, no, no. You there's, no, no, I'm not, saying, I'm not going against what you're saying. No, no, let me, let me I, I, I'm not discrediting him creating the music. Yeah. I'm talking about all of y'all. Yeah. Telling me how this is your type of shit when I know this isn't your Yeah, shit. no, that's total you bullshit. Don't listen to I'm just music. saying kind of going against my own initial like trepidation of like what the fuck is this nigga on? I'm like, damn, like no, it's Andre to it, I'm kind of like, yo, he's this been, nigga's on this. He's been walking around Japan with a flute <laughs> for the last three years. That this is right on brand for Andre three thousand. So yeah, so and apparently he did some decent numbers. He said he did three million streams on Spotify the first day or whatever like that. Bro, like not trying to be funny. You know, all the Outcast albums did like four five hundred yeah. first week, and then the Monster, the Double, like Outcast is superstar. So it's like if they do anything, nigga, if. Fucking big boy was on SVU in the ratings. Went up. Like, <laughs> right. If they do anything, that's just what it is. My thing is, I watch music and I watch the way people react to music. I know good and goddamn well. I can name you 175 artists where if they created the flute print, I'm telling you, people would have destroyed it before they got to the first. <laughs> Shit, Wayne did a rock album once upon a time. And put Eminem on the first single, and niggas still was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Somebody, uh, it, I, I don't follow, but I saw people reposting it. Uh, shout out to I guess Duckin Child Support is his name on the ground. Okay, <laughs> but he had a drum was like, "No, when Andre said boop, 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 he said, like, yeah." Now I, I did see a video on World Star. A guy was in the car. He's making a video, and he looked like one of them Andre three thousand type niggas. Like he had to. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Aesthetic for appreciation of some new 3000 flute. And he's like, bruh, I ain't gonna hold y'all. I just listened to this Andre 3000, like this flute album or whatever. This nigga sucks, man. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, he's not even playing like this shit in no type of key or nothing. He said, my dad been playing the flute for 40 years. Like, 
I've never heard nothing that sounds like this. This is awful. Like, this is dog shit. And y'all just falling for it because he fucking made hey y'all. Like, I hate all of y'all. I, the other day, my <laughs> homie was like, nah, bro, like, like real shit. Like, as I get older, this the type of shit I'm on. I'm like, you got two crazy-ass baby moms in the last year. What are you talking about? You as I get older. You're not at peace. As I get one day older. <laughs> as I get one day older. <laughs> You know what? You know this album came out signified. I need to mature. Yeah. I need to raise my vibrations up. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, he was like, nah, bro, because like you, you really gotta respect the nigga to go and play like the flute. Like that's crazy. Like playing the pipes or whatever. Like who? What niggas is doing that? I'm like, you ever heard of Rufus Haley? He was like, no. Nah. At first he was like, Rufus, that's that's uh, no. Nah. That's KC from Jodeci yeah. Pop. KC Haley Rufus, <laughs> like, nah, nah. And it's just like, he a black bagpipe. You know what I'm saying? Been man been doing that shit 50 fucking years. And it's just like, that. that's another one where it's like, yo, <laughs> the pipe and the flute, you know, that, that shit, like, not trying to be funny, bro. If you go to, like, ancient civilization. Yeah, ancient Egypt. That shit was there. <laughs> Ain't it crazy how they crown Andre the king, the king of the woodwinds in one day? <laughs> All he had to do was just show up. Nigga, the king of the woodwinds. Like... Had I known it was going to be this easy, I would have took over 10 years ago. Oh, King of the Wood was this crazy shit. <laughs> like, this shit is wicked. Like, what the fuck is we doing? Oh, man. <laughs> King of the Wood was. That's hilarious. That got to be the next album. <laughs> that's it. King of the Wood You can take that. That's free, Andre. You Yo. know what I'm saying? Shoot me a little 50,000. Be man. good, baby. Let me King know when to send the invoice. But no, nah, just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not one of them people. Like, y'all, and y'all know I'm a Nas fanatic. Nas is my guy. But I sat right here on this show and said, I don't like this run that he's been on. Yeah. I don't. I'm sick of the old English music. I don't want to hear that shit no more. And Nas is still my guy. Do rag energy. I'm going to wave. Do rag energy. You I'm going to wave, you niggas cap. Cut this shit off. I said, not today. I still haven't heard KD3. And I love uh, I love King Diz- King's, King's Disease 1. That's like one of my favorite albums of King's Disease 1 was pretty good. Um... KD2, I probably like halfway through it. I, I like Magic a lot. I think the biggest thing for me that I'm starting to realize more and more is just how afraid to stand on, pe- on, on like, pe- just how afraid people are to stand in their own decision or their own thoughts or feelings. Yeah, people, nobody wants to go against no, the, against it, the wave. This is, this, is, this is real. There is no fucking rule on earth that says because I'm a fan of you, I have to enjoy or like everything you do. Yeah. That's bullshit. And that's just reality. I'm a Drake fan. There's shit Drake has done that I'm just like, I don't like it. Yeah. Honestly, never mind. I still don't like it. I don't. I still don't get it. I, like, <laughs> and, and you know what niggas did who was super Drake fans? No, because if you if you go to a beat, it's just like, you don't have a passport. You're a felon. You can't. You, you haven't been past Williamsport. What are you talking about? Like, I had these conversations with niggas. No, because think about, think about Yacht Week in Croatia. And I'm just like, you haven't been on a yacht or going to Croatia. You haven't been on the Spirit of Philadelphia. So you did train do them at the same time. So what the fuck are you talking about? And it just be like, no, how about I just don't like this? Yeah, that's not how for me. How about I just don't want to like, I don't want to fucking listen to this. Is that okay? And the other thing that people do, d- refuse to do in modern culture, they refuse to just acknowledge, like, I don't like this. It's not for me. I dis- I disagree with the content and then leave it alone. If they disagree with it, it's like, I got to trash this shit every day and you, in and order you, to be a part of the conversation. And, and, and you don't have to do that and either. Notice in my talking point, I ain't trashed him doing it or the album one fucking time. Yeah. I ain't said nothing bad about no songs, none of that shit. 
is not for me. But I know good and goddamn well it's not for other people. And to see people <laughs> try to make it for them just because of who it is is kind of insane to me. Yeah. That's the part I don't like. You know what I'm saying? That, that's just being real. I want to give him some credit for these song titles, though, because these song titles know, listen, are out of this world. When the track listing dropped, <laughs> I thought it was fake. I was like, oh, that's like a fake joint. Somebody being funny or whatever. Turns out that's really it. All right, so where the fuck is this album at? You don't even have it downloaded. Yeah, I, I, I listen to it, but I don't have it downloaded. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, here we go. Yeah, New Blue Sun is the name of the album. I swear, I really wanted to make a rap song. The slang word pussy rolls off the tongue. That night <clears throat> that night in Hawaii when I turned into, like, I, these some of these titles are so long, I can't even fucking read them. The, the second genre is... The slang word pussy rolls off the tongue a lot better than the word vagina does. That's the name of the song. Yeah. Like, real shit. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, I can't even, like, the shit is so long, I can't even re- pause. I can't even read it in Apple Music. Let's go to Spotify see if I can read it over there. Because these song titles are, like, out of this world. Uh, Andre 3000. All right, where the fuck is this project at? All right, they're not showing it to me. My, my Spotify must be disconnected. I don't know, but whatever. Weird I listened time. to it last night. It was very soothing. I went you to sleep. Fell asleep. I fell asleep. It was soothing. I went to sleep. Nigga, that's what soothing means. Bro. I listened to it. It was very soothing. I listened to it for four minutes, yeah. and then I went to sleep. It was great. It was great because it's in my cerebral. You know what I'm saying? Oh, once cut it once out. I opened up my cerebral cortex, and then that flute got in there at 432 Dude. hertz, it just relaxed me. You know what I'm saying? It allowed the collagen to absolve into my skin even better because I had this flutey album on. At least Nas. Flutie Loops. Nas was <laughs> rapping about 40s, but at least he rapped. You know what I'm saying? Uh, something, that I, something that Andre said that was just kind of like, ugh. And kinda, he said something? He said something. He said, on the album? No, no, not oh. on the album. No, oh, no, I was no. about to say. He, said, he, he did an interview this week or whatever. Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no words on this shit. I was about to say. No, he said uh, something that kind of like was kind of like a gut punch to all of his, like, Andre's top five supporters. He said, like, I ran out of stuff to rap about. And I'm just like, like that's kind of like Wait, a, say it again? he said he said he ran out of stuff to rap about. I seen I saw the interview, but I just I didn't click. Yeah, he on said it. he said he ran out of stuff to rap about, and I'm just like, what am I supposed to rap about? Like he's like, you know, I'm I'm about I'm fifty. Like, am I supposed to rap about you know getting a colonoscopy and going to the doctor and blah blah? And it's like. Motherfucker, rap about the, all the cool shit you've seen in Japan. Rap about walking around the streets of Rittenhouse in Philadelphia and, you know, all the people you met. Like, what do you mean you ran out of shit to rap about? This brooch is a a, a very good topic. I'm kind of glad we got here and shit. Jay Petty, shout out Jay Petty in 14th and Market. He's going to probably love this. How much now that you're older, right? Because mm-hmm. you're a lot older than when you first got into hip-hop. Right? Yeah. My introduction to hip-hop was 19... 19- 91, 92, that time period. You figure that was 30 years ago. Yeah, my shit was like 88, 89. Right. I already said Easy e and Rakim. That was my two that started me off. So now that we're older and you've seen basically <clears throat> come and go, you've seen, like, we were there for Jay-Z's Genesis. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember being into rap before we knew who Jay-Z was. I remember original Flavor video playing on Video Music Box. Nigga, I tell you, I, Positive K, I got a man. I used to order that joint <laughs> at my uncle's house. You know what I used to order? MC Brains, duh, Uchi Coochie, duh. horny ass young boy. I got a man, what? I, yo, get, get Positive K on the, <laughs> on the right, now. right now. I got $3 right now. Like, that was real. Now that you older, how much more does longevity matter in your goat 
top five Mount Rushmore and all of these different things? Well, or does it matter at all? It it does matter. It it it. it can I can I real quick? Let me th- you, let me process this because it, it matters and it doesn't. When matter. I was young, right, older niggas from my block, like the older dudes, yeah. used to tell me Biggie cool, DMX cool, Bone Thugs, they ain't fucking with LL, and I would be like, LL from like. Any given Sunday? Like, you know what I'm saying? LL from in the house? <laughs> yeah, right. But then when you really think about it, like, yo, L was the man. Yeah. He was the fucking, like, he, he, not trying to be funny, he was the Drake of his day. Yeah, he was, he was right? the man from 14 years old. He was the Drake of his day. And then in the 90s, he did the goat run, and he was out rapping, like, the best rap. Like, L put cannabis in a box. Yeah. Then the 2000s hit, and he was still relevant to the point where, like, 50 Blue remaking the LL joint on the mixtape. Like, LL was still that nigga. So it's like, yo, to have a run from when you 14 to essentially, like, 50, and now you still the man with Rock the Bells and VH1 Honors and all of this shit, it's just like, to see somebody be like, what I'm going to do? He was talking like, I turned him, what am I going to do with two more kids? It's just like, bruh, like... What do you mean you ran out of rap? Like, Jay ain't run out of rap. Nas ain't run out of rap. Nas just did six albums. Yeah. Like six that. Six albums. Like that. Hurricane rap, but six <laughs> albums. Big Daddy Kane is still rapping. Still touring. Still touring. As a headliner. Dog. Tearing it up. So it's like that longevity thing, it, it's like a gift and a curse almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? So here, here's my synopsis on it. I've seen it work both ways. I've seen people like Biggie, like Tupac, like Nelly to a lesser extent, come out and just take over the world in an instant. Like, you know, basically catch lightning in a bottle from the minute that you first heard them. They become like the the fucking toast of the industry and the biggest thing. We lost Biggie and Pac to gun violence. They're gone. Um, Nelly had a, a more sustained run, but obviously when you talk about lyrical prowess, song making and stuff like that, he's not to the level of those guys. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at Jay, Jay essentially took cues from like all of mm-hmm. them. And it's even baked into his music where it's like the only dudes move units, M Pimp Juice and Us, the Biggie lyrics, the remaking me and my girlfriend from Machiavelli. Like he took cues from all of these guys in order to, elongate his run. Mm -hmm. And that's why Jay is the greatest figure to ever come from hip hop because I can do all the shit all of these guys do and I can get God body with the fucking rap shit and all of that and do an album with Jay Electronica in my late 40s to where it's like I can make that album palatable where we're rapping to this super stripped down production but people are tuning in to hear just lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Jay knew what he was doing. He knew to go and do high remix. He knew and go and get with UGK for the big pimp. Knew to do a song with Soak the Shocker early he on. He knew like. to work with not just the New York guys as far as production too. Mm-hmm. Timberland, Pharrell, bringing in Ye, bringing Bank. in fucking uh 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 Just and uh, you know it just he Jay's a he's a genius when it comes to that. Working and, with DJ Quick later on, working with attaching himself to Dre early, mm-hmm. like year five six he attached himself to Dre early. You know what I'm saying? Because he understood like yo, I gotta cover a lot of these bases. He did a bunch of features for Snoop that it's like if you're not a Snoop Dogg fan, you're not really catching those records mm-hmm. because 
they're not like super promoted because to Snoop's audience, promoting a Jay Z record doesn't do as much as like promoting a record with like him is super fly and corrupt. Mm-hmm. But they're there, you know what I'm saying? They fucking exist. So it's like you know I've seen it work both ways, and for for Jay to be essentially the bar now at. 50 years of hip-hop, Jay has established himself as the bar because he's been the man longer than anybody else has been the man. And then you probably got to take somebody like Drake and then look at him second, somebody like LL, probably like third. When you talk about like an extended run and longevity, and you got to throw Wayne up there because he's having a crazy resurgence Mm -hmm. right now. Like where people are raving about this album with him and Chu Chains for his performances for on the records and just the quality of the records because they're like, damn, we haven't heard Wayne rap to records that are produced like this in a long time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I think the longevity piece, it absolutely matters, but I've also seen it work where a motherfucker might be at the top of the game for a short amount of time and then their come down is not, it's a come down, but it's not a fall off. Like, people look at somebody like Chingy, like, he fell off. Nelly had a come down, which is different, where it's like he leveled out, and then he's pretty much been at that same point. But even on that level out, he still caught a hit back in, like, uh, 08 or 09 with Just a Dream by Rico Love. Yo, Chingy gets a bad rap, but I like Chingy. I love Chingy. I fucked with Chingy, man. I, remember, he was on the Can't Stop Won't Stop yeah. he Chingy was like, The oh. Philly-St. Louis connection is strong, man. Yeah. It always has been Yeah, uh, when I, it came I, I to like music. It. I like Chingy. I thought he could rap, man. The, um, Somebody will look at him and be like, he fell off. But in reality, he was making the same quality of records. The problem was he made bad. His business fucked up his art. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens to a lot of people. Or and to like, be fair, the, the DTP thing wasn't as, you know, you know. He should have signed a note. Like, it, it, it would like it would have it made all of I mean, the I sense. I mean, just like, in, in the grand scheme of things, like when you look at the DTP as, like a, as a group, nobody really got far along outside of Luda. It was Luda's vehicle. Yeah. It, was, it was it was him, Shaka, and Jeff, and the whole point was to get Luda as big as we can. But it's like you figured I twenty was there, Shauna was there, uh, shit, one two chains, Titty Boy, yeah, yeah, like you know, Titty so. Boy and Dollar Boy, yeah, fucking so. play a circle, and they put out a phenomenal debut album. Nobody heard it. Yeah. Nobody cared. Like nobody outside of Metro Atlanta and me, <laughs> like fucking heard that album. You know. Duffel bag boy. Duffelbag, yeah, we heard. People Duffelbag heard duffel bag boy, but yeah. y'all ain't hear the other shit on there. Yeah, I mean, ain't no more duffel. <laughs> ain't no more duffel. So, so to see that relationship with him and Wayne manifest itself into two collab albums, you know, over the span of the, you know, the remaining twenty years or whatever. Two Chains is somebody I'd like to interview too. I fuck. Hell two yeah! Chains. And like Two Chains had made himself a. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cultural staple. Staple, like, yeah. Ugh. Tall, play basketball. I got a lot of personality. I fucking, I got this GQ show. You know what I'm saying? He, like, got, a, he, he got an episode on SVU. Yeah. yeah funny he, he, shit, he became yeah. omnipresent. And that's the thing that you hope for as a hip-hop artist is that you solidify yourself as you, as you. so much that you can be you in all of these and different point, rooms. You can just drop whenever you, you want. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You're the, not the, relying the, on a drop. Exactly. Yeah. Like, 2 chains don't rely on a drop. 2 no. chains fucking pulled up to his birthday party and attack. Yeah. Like, that nigga ain't relying on no yeah. album drop. <laughs> but I, I look at, when you start talking that goat shit, I think the longevity thing is like, it becomes one of the big things. Yeah, there's only two people on the goat list 
in the conversation that don't have the longevity Biggie pieces, Biggie and Pac. Right. Everybody because else has a, everybody else has a longevity. So when I when I like Andre three thousand doesn't get put into categories with like these other guys. Even let's be frank, even like the Kendrick J Cole and Drake, no one compares Andre three thousand to them or vice versa. No. When we when when the Andre three thousand fans like his stand start talking, it's like. You know, the greatest writers ever are like Jay-Z, Andre 3000, Mozart. You know, like they, you know, they be real. Beethoven. Yeah, they be real uh, 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 Shakespeare. Like, they be real <laughs> out there with this shit. So, when you start talking about them guys, you know, you start talking about 30-year careers. Yeah. Shit, even uh, look at Drake. Drake is on is about to be on year 15. Cole is about to be on year 12. Kendrick, same shit. So when I look at the 30-year career guys like LL, Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, KRS, Jay-Z, Nas, all, none of them have ever been like, man, I... KRS said, nothing KRS said, I got a rap for every one of you niggas. Yeah. Whoever on Billboard, I got a rap for, like, you can find inspiration. That's the dope yeah. thing about hip-hop. We took nothing and made it into a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. You can find inspiration anywhere. Fucking KRS one coming here and rap about everything on that motherfucking counter right now, and it'd be the hardest shit you ever heard in your yeah. life, and he's 55 years old. Yeah. Fuck you mean you ran out of shit to rap about? KRS is a person that I, I wound up having to respect. As I got older, yeah, like me as a child just wouldn't let me do it, right? I and I, you know, I, I'd be, I'd say it to his face, like, Chris you know, was that nigga, man, yeah, like I, I had to, like, I almost had to, like, get myself together, gotta do the knowledge, yeah, you know, because when I was young, it was just like, yo, he's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. it, it, I used to always compare him to Magic Johnson, like how Magic Johnson's like the annoying nigga of basketball, yeah, yeah. you know, you know hip hop, like it was just real. It felt Magic Johnsonist, but then when I got older and really started going back into like criminal minded and all the different things that happened with BDP and all the different things that went on with the juice crew and all this shit. It's just like, Oh no, Chris was stomping all over New York. Yeah. Chris was kicking buildings. He, he was really stomping <laughs> all over New yeah. York. And then you listen to his, to him rap. And it's not like how we just talked about. Yeah. It might be funny. It might be humorous, but it's enlightening and it's educational. Exactly. And the nigga's really, really talking. And I was watching Ice T in the interview and he was like, and then Chris's, you see him at a show and it's like, God damn, because he's he's fucking big. You don't realize how big the nigga is. And it's just like, yeah, Chris that nigga. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but when you start talking about those guys, I think that the longevity becomes like the one of the key factors yeah. in the conversation. And for what it's worth, I'm just being, I gotta be honest. The biggest knock against Andre 3000 for all of the non-Andre 3000 stands was what? He never did a solo he album. He never did a solo album. So for you to get to this point and the solo album come and it's, it's flutes. It's jazz flutes. And, and, and for y'all to be like, oh my God, this is what we've been waiting on. It's like, this ain't what y'all been waiting on. Yeah, y'all lying to yourself. Y'all are lying. Y'all weren't waiting on This is not what you've been waiting on. You, everybody, I, I, as a rap fan, would like to hear Andre 3000 15 track. Do what Nas did with Hitboy. Give me nine. Give me do, nine songs. Do that. Do Give me that. nine songs in the intro. But I know that y'all wasn't waiting on the Yaz Flute album. You're, there is no way on earth in the summertime <laughs> if motherfuckers would have been like Andre 3000 dropping a solo album in, the, in November. No way, Jose, <laughs> would you niggas have been like, oh, man, I can't wait to hear the woodwinds on the... It's, that's not what you was waiting no, for. That's, that's a lie. Cut that shit out, man. That's not it. That's, that's a lie. And here's the thing. 
as a as a group artist and as a hip hop figure, Andre, I think he has afforded himself the luxury to do whatever the fuck he wants. Andre I, 3000 I, has four classic albums. But I also think that I ran out of shit to rap about is a cop out. Because you know that hip hop is ultra competitive at its core, and you don't want to compete. And, and nigga, you and, don't want to compete. At the end of the day, motherfuckers is going to say what they want and do all this shit. But all of these different blogs and all of these different things and all of these different numbers and all—all all of that shit gets to them. Yeah, it gets to them. Rick Ross just bought a thirty-five million dollar plane. In like, this, in like the same week, he bought a $37 million house. <laughs> and a $20 million watch. And a $20 million <laughs> Jacob. Rick Ross been on absolute nonsense. Meek Mill is rich as fuck. Meek Mill and Rick Ross have basically gotten to the point in their careers. Like, niggas, like, fuck all the dumb shit. Meek is 15 years into a career. Yeah. They've afforded themselves the opportunity and luxury to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And even them got on this week and was like, man, this number shit. Like, that shit affects people. Yeah. It just, it's reality. Jeezy had another cut you off, bro. Jeezy had a period where he was, he, re, he was running from the first week number. He, re, he delayed TM103 for six years. Because, because, let's be real. This first week shit has become like a, a, a vehicle for whether or not you successful. It's a barometer for if you hot or not. And, and that to me is total bullshit. Some of the greatest albums of all time sold 20, 30,000 albums Bruh. the first week. Juvenile, 400 degrees. You know what that shit at now? About to be Diamond. Do you Keisha Cole's first album sold 35,000 copies the first week. That's one of the greatest R&B albums of all time. Do you understand how many albums in life came out and weren't number one billboard? I just told you just recently, Straight out of Compton wasn't a number one. Right. Like, it just, like, we have this thing now where it's like, if you don't sell 500,000 first week, you on total bullshit. And it's just like, no. The fucking city girls, what they do, 4,000 the first week? Yeah. I'm here to tell you, them have is successful. They, 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 it's not, it doesn't work like They're that. They're executive producers of a television show on HBO that just started season two this two Bruh. weeks ago. So it's like, <laughs> To see everybody basically run to that. Well, what's it doing first week? Yeah. Oh, first week it, it's doing 106. Oh, and then again, moving the goalposts. Who are you? Oh, you, oh, you, Chad. Chad did 106. Damn, Chad on the, he on fire. Drake do 106. And Drake, Drake, oh, Drake air over. It, it, it's just nonsense. Birdman bro. is the greatest executive in hip hop history. And he said years ago, I never cared about first week numbers because I know that I have the vehicle that's going to be able to promote and get the word out about whatever album that I drop. If it's good, it's going to connect. And that's just what it is. Jaquise is not doing big first week numbers. Guess what? Jaquise on tour right the fuck now. Mm -hmm. And he been signed to cash money since day zero. Duh. Since the first time you ever heard Jaquise, when was he signed to cash money? Duh. Before that. That's Duh. when the fuck he signed to cash money. And he's not a big selling artist. He's going gold every time, a platinum single here, there, whatever, whatever. But they know how to work the shit and put you where the fuck you need to go. J. Cole is arguably the best rapper active. Mm -hmm. I, I've made the argument before that J. Cole, when he's on, when he's not on 100% J. Cole shit, <laughs> J. Cole is the best rapper alive that's active. Yes. I think he time, times he's better than Drake and Kendrick. J. Cole is phenomenal. J. Cole last month, like literally like October 10th, just got his first number one record. Yep. 
I'm telling you, bro, you do not need that shit to be successful. Ask Currency if you need that shit to be. Currency might have more cars than like <laughs> 2,000 stunner. Right. Like real shit. <laughs> Currency got 95 cars. Mm -hmm. uh, like you don't need that shit to be successful. So that's like some bullshit myth that's going on in the culture. Westside like, Gun is single-handedly responsible for properly bringing back boom bap and... That quote unquote real hip hop shit, while also bridging the gap between hip hop, merchandising, and art all in one capsule. He's put out 13 albums now, mm. and some shit like that. He just put out Hitler 10 before this, whatever the case may be. He's put out like 13 albums. He just had went number one on the Heat Seekers chart with an album that people are like, we hate this album. So the universal agreement is he has significantly better projects than this that moved the culture that got the attention of Jay-Z and Eminem, mm -hmm. two of the most important hip figures in hip-hop history, while, while never selling a lot of records. Because if you got that shit, you got that shit. But that's the part about <laughs> the whole moving the goalpost thing where it's like, oh, we like you, we're going to use these in our favor. If we don't like you, we're going to use it against you mm -hmm. and vice versa. So it's like the thing now with, with music is... Again, the messenger is more important than the message. So if we fuck with you, we'll spin whatever in your favor. Yeah. And vice versa. If, if we like you and the numbers ain't in your favor, the numbers on bullshit. How, who the fuck can really calculate streams anyway? Right. <laughs> Nigga, start saying that shit. What's the stream really worth? But if we like you and those numbers is in your favor, then it's like, nigga. We, we, we making big billboards. We, we taking out ads in the newspaper and all kinds of shit right. to show off that you sold 278000 the first week. It's nonsense. Remember a couple years ago when motherfuckers started believing the whole bullshit about uh, artists streaming ain't getting no money and all of this right. bullshit? <laughs> then you had independent artists like, oh, I'm making 80000 a month. And these are indie artists. I'm making 80000 They're like, oh, wait, huh? What, what's going on here? Remember, remember when Drake <laughs> really started crushing Billboard, where it was like every six months he was putting another 40 on a Billboard 100, and niggas bored into that shit like, who, who care about Billboard and Billboard don't show that you successful? Then you looked up and Drake's like a billionaire with a 767, <laughs> and it's like, I mean, hey, I, <laughs> just, you got to stop, man. Um, Let's talk about Scary Hours 3. Yeah. Uh, I think the preamble to this is kind of like, you know, a little bit woven into the Andre 3000 conversation, which is over time, Drake's success has made people resent him. Mm -hmm. And his presence in the market has made people resent him to where it became fashionable to hate on Drake. Let's just call it what it is. Matthew. Point. You know why people can't stand Drake? Um... Can't quite pinpoint it. Whenever we talk about a titan, right, of yeah. urban music, think about how many titans there have been. And I don't mean hot. I don't mean all of that. I mean, like, you're the undisputed king of this shit. Yeah. As far as I can remember, Rakim, right? Mm -hmm. Melly Mel, going all the way back. All the way back. All the yeah. way back. Melly Mel, Rock, Melly Mel, Rakim, Ice Cube. Nas and Biggie, mm -hmm. J and DMX, Tupac. 
I put Pac in there. Because all I, I, all eyes on me kind of like was his moment. Pac, Biggie, Nas, JDMX. After 2000, it kind of expanded and it exploded. Mm-hmm. And it went off into all different regions. So yeah. you had like, I'm going to say 50 Cent. Marshall. I'm going to say Eminem. T.I. Nelly. Nelly. Little Wayne. Kanye. Kanye. Ross Jeezy. Game for like a month and a half. Game, I was game for three weeks. <laughs> game for three weeks. <laughs> there are others who, whatever, we might, probably didn't mention. Drake does not fit any of those molds none in the, any none way, of the shape, or form. Perfect example. You even said it. Who had the opportunity to be the next Jay-Z? You said two people all the time. J. Cole and Meek Mill. And Meek Mill. Tall, brash, a lot of jewelry, up on to where you're the fly nigga, the motherfucker. Remember, Meek was on the coat run and all. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just that nigga, and you're pulling off shit, and you fucking with the baddest hoes in the city. And, and it's like, Drake comes along, and he's got the baddest bitches on the earth. And it's just like, yeah, but he's doing it in like a fucking... Female football jersey. <laughs> right, or, or a cardigan. <laughs> yeah, with like these big ass. Fuck, you know, you ever see them, them slippers that look like Yeezys, but they big as yeah. shit? <laughs> like, he doing it in a pair of those with these big ass jeans and a perm. And it just, he doesn't fit the mold that the best rapper on planet is supposed to have. Yeah, he don't look the part. You don't look the part. The nigga that's talking crazy to every nigga out and fucking with every bitch out and throwing shit at whoever. Like, that normally is is like for one mold. Real shit. And you don't fit that shit. So because of that, it makes everybody resent you. Cause it's like you don't fit that mold, but you've come along and been more successful than I'm I, let's just call it a keep it a buck and call a spade a spade. Drake the most successful motherfucker we ever seen as far as making music. Yeah, by the numbers. But this shit is unfucking believable yeah. at this point, yo. He's three hundred in on the Billboard Hot One Hundred. The Beatles, like Glee wasn't fucking 300 in on the bill. One man. He just tied MJ. Yeah. Solo number ones. And he might beat MJ this week. Did you uh, see the video? If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Uh, the John, people did. I had to explain to him. like, he did Mike Jackson history at the end yeah. of the video. And that's where the whole statue was. To comes his from. credit, one thing that I can always say about Drake is that throughout time, he's never really delivered on the music videos. No. He had he, way too sexy was the first time he really started to like open up. Have more personality and have like a production around his videos. And then when you realize, oh, Dave Myers directed this video, like, ah, that's why. Yeah. So to see all of the shit that he's put into first person shooter, it's impressive. But that's the but that's the MJ shit. Like, think about it. Thriller, who directed that? John Landis mm-hmm. directed Thriller. Bad was a uh, Martin Scorsese. Like yeah. he had like the best directors on the planet. Yeah. Come down, and do this little three minute. <laughs> right. you know, Wesley here. <laughs> <laughs> A choreographer here, yeah. Puerto Rican boy. He got Ain't the knife. Martin Scorsese was directing yeah. MJ videos. Like, so, you know, Drake, for what it's worth, he's become resented on almost an equal scale as him being loved. Yes. If not more. Maybe. He's become very polarizing. He's, it's, it's, it's where you, you, you are on 
complete opposite sides. Yeah, there's no middle ground. Nah, nah. Until, until you get a project like Scary Hours 3. To where it's like, mm. Which is his here nigga damn shut the fuck up yeah. project. Uh, and with that being said, he did exactly what all his detractors who were very loud for three weeks. They were, y'all were very loud, very pronounced. And he heard y'all. And y'all pissed the nigga off. And he went in the lab and he cooked up six records to put collective boot to ass on you niggas, Joe Buttons, uh, OnlyFans girls, uh, backup football and basketball player. Like he just Kanye, quarter little straight, Kanye Pusha, like everybody got kicked in their ass <laughs> at some point like, on this project. James Harden, when he wake up and hear the shoe fit, and it was a nigga walking in the joint, he goes, hey, nigga, what the fuck that got to do with me? <laughs> <laughs> and the talk that. now has been relegated to Man, this nigga rapping his ass off. And that's it. Like, there's no extrapolation. There's mm. no think pieces. No. There's no, well, his mindset going into the studio and... Well, you could tell he was hanging. He kicked Yachty out the stairs. None of that shit. No. And it's like, yo, and the most disappointing part in all of this shit is niggas on the internet are giving Joe Budden credit for this project. Okay. If, if y'all, They're giving him credit saying, like, he's, he sparked the flame in Drake that made him go create this project. You know Joe Budden fans are weird oh as motherfuckers. That's a thing. That's a narrative. <laughs> so my thing is this, right? If you spark... <laughs> it, it, that's a, that's a, I hate that it's a thing, but, like... That's the thing. Niggas need fathers. You know what I'm saying? You did it, bro. Yeah, you did it. You did it, big dog. You know what I'm saying? So to see Joe come back on his platform after getting exactly what he asked for, Overcast, Conductor Williams, Alchemist, Boy Wonder, Vinyls, that boom bap shit, and turn around and recuse himself from the conversation is like he refused to speak on the project. We well, did say he wasn't talking on it no more. Correct. But he said nothing. Not only did he say nothing, he basically encouraged the other nine motherfuckers, the other rest of the members of Wu-Tang in the room to say nothing. I'm going to be honest with you, though. It, like, because there's nothing you can say. So it's like, before I look crazy, like, not trying to be funny. If, if Andre 3000 dropped Scary Hours to Deluxe, <laughs> <laughs> and it's six hot-ass flavors <laughs> on there... I'll be like, nah, bro, when I get my massages, <laughs> cut that off. This is shit I'm listening to. So it's like, yeah, I, this, you know what I thought about? Let, let, let's, 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 let's do this. Let's do this. You know what I thought about when I, I, I cut it on, I saw it, I was like, okay, got some fairies on there, purple and, 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 and pink or whatever. I cut on Red Button, and Red Button was like, Oh, I like where he's going with this. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the end. It was like, I will fucking pull up on your ass. Like, I, I like And it was that funny shit. because he posted something. His story was a video of a nigga like, and a, uh, uh, yeah. like rapping hard and mm-hmm. shit. Like, he was like, this, he's about this me lately. Then yeah. you cut on red button and it's that yeah. shit. Yeah, like, I, I, I will pull up on your ass. Like, I'll park my phantom on a curb, nigga. Them see like, really <laughs> fucking crazy. Like, I liked it. Yeah. And I'm listening to the beat like, am I tripping? Then I cut on stories about my brother and I'm like, no, I'm not tripping. Drake walked in the studio and said, give me all that mood music shit. <laughs> give me the hip hop yeah, beats you got. Give me all that mood music shit. Give me all the mood music shit you got. And he went to town. 
Stories about my brother, and you know, stories about my brother is blatantly about Kanye and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, damn, in six years when Kanye hear this, he ain't gonna be mad. Yeah, he gonna throw a tantrum. He ain't gonna like that. Took your shoes off because yeah, you sick I, of lacing them up and all I that think shit. I it's, think it's, the song is duly about Chubbs and about mm-hmm. Kanye. Yeah. And when I saw... He said, my brother will make your ace disappear like sleight of the hand. <laughs> I said, come on, man. <laughs> he, said, he, said, he said, you think he doing EDM. My yeah, brother, chain smoke, chain smoker. <laughs> so when I saw the Joe Button... So Niggas whining the prince like some grape growers. Man, he said, hey, what the... <laughs> 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 So so, that so, so, can rap, so when I so when I seen that Joe Button didn't say anything, I was like, damn, he got a visit from Chubbs. Like, yo, what happened? Like, yo. like, like, are these are these these street stories must be true yo. because like you niggas have nothing to say. Yo, and then and then the shoe fits. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I said it on my story. It's blatantly a song of the year nominee. What he encapsulated in that record, you could you could just tell it's one of those like, yeah, I'm sick of everybody. Yeah, y'all disgust me. I'm sick of everybody. <laughs> like, let, let's get to it. And when he start really, really breaking that shit down, you back the Bogota to get it reduced. Good Lord. Like, like you not tired? Good Lord. <laughs> We've seen it. We've seen it. Good Lord. He said, you niggas turning Hulk green, but that's just because you're chain plated. Your chain is gold plated. <laughs> Yo, that shit was a bloodbath, man. She said, quiet down, he y'all. Said the he... game starting. My new boo playing tonight, and you over the garden. He said, if I don't watch it, then that nigga not starting. She pointed to God. She talk about this James, James Harden. Damn, nigga. You lost your girl to the sniper. Number 13. <laughs> I was 13, man. Dang. Yeah, I did. Yo, yo, man. I think it was on some asshole shit in that record. He ripped apart everything that motherfuckers been celebrating oh. the last, like, six years. He ripped oh. all that shit apart and was just like, yo, y'all all are clowns. Like, he males said you, and females. You download the My Mercedes app for some time now. He said, you you committing cybercrime? Niggas, <laughs> yeah. I'm your mind. <laughs> Yo man, yo man, you niggas committing cyber crimes. You must be out your mind. Like Shoe Fits is so good that motherfuckers that was saying he was misogynistic and all of that before is like this is best song of all time. And it's like, well, this is misogynistic too, but no, but this is different. This this like this putting them hoes in their place, and he putting niggas in their place too. So it's not misogynistic. It's equal. It's fair. I'm never fucking you. So take that out your plans. He said, I go on your gram, click the link tree, and see you sucking dick, dick on, on Cam. Cam? What, what the fuck? Can't be. Not Mrs. Independent. <laughs> he was disgusted. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> Yo. She thought that's how she was going to earn her leisure. Yo. Next thing you know, you want to do this ire of a Drake record. Shoe Fits is a absolute bloodbath. It's a bomb. That's a bloodbath. I was like, God damn. Then he got a back and forth with J. Cole. And at that point, I'm just like, oh, oh, Drake got for blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This nigga got for Over blood. a soul sample. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga rapped to boom bap, strip down, strip down Yo, drum loops, and dog, fucking soul samples on dog, the same fucking dog, six song. Dog, dog, dog. 
Uh, I pissed him off, man. Uh, my 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 man T was like, no bullshit. It got to the J Cole joint, and I'm like, put it in reverse, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yo, in this man. I think it's, it, I think it just got to a point where culturally, like you know, starting and pushing narratives has become too prominent. Mm-hmm. And the narrative around Drake was he'd been falling off for the last six projects, and I'm like, well, where are y'all getting that from when? Her loss just passed Watch the Throne as the most successful duo album of all time I, I, I listen, in one year. Listen, it's listen. like, like, what are y'all like? So somebody's consuming this shit. It's like numbers aside, let's just look at the the heart of this argument, which is consumption. Right. For it to be the most consumed out a fucking group album of all time in a year's time means that motherfuckers are going have never stopped interacting with this project. It just got nominated for the Grammy. Somebody's playing this shit. So, and the thing is, is like, like I said, when we talked about uh, For All the Dogs weeks ago, everybody wants their opinion to be majority opinion. Mm-hmm. Even if it ain't their opinion, they just patter, parroting mm-hmm. some shit they heard from Joe Budden or whoever the fuck they look up to as an internet figure or they local big homie. You know what's funny about that? Because I, I kind of got into like, not a back and forth, but basically like somebody the other day in my DM, because I, I, I be having a problem. I be responding <laughs> to people sometimes. But it was like, y'all will say things like that, like, oh, well, you know, everybody want their opinion to be the majority. And it'd be like, where did I say this at? And he was like, on the show. And I'm like, that's yeah, a fucking platform, you, you, you goon. It's because we have a platform. So I'm going to say my thoughts and my feelings on my show. Mm-hmm. Where have you never seen me say this about 3,000 or anyone else? Online, because yeah. I don't do that on there. Because I don't care. Think about it. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Facebook. Yeah. I'm not on, even with the non shit. I didn't make no posts and no. Yeah. Pre- I, no, I'm on there posting a dog. That, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. But my platform, my show, I'm gonna come on here and this. That, and that's one thing I've kind of gotten real good at. And that's the reason why it was so easy for me to leave Twitter. I'm not giving my feelings and my opinions on here no more because I'm not arguing with you idiots right. about <laughs> it. Like I'm gonna say my shit here because I know y'all ain't gonna argue. I got the keys to the door. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? But people will set themselves up where it's like, I got this off-brand opinion. Let me go to Twitter and say this. Then mm-hmm. when they start getting cooked and got to delete the tweet, then it's like, oh, really? Y'all take the, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't bored yet and y'all ain't got any shit. It's like, nigga, you did this to yourself. You invited this. You invited this. So it's like, yeah, I kind of just give my opinions and my feelings here because one, I know people like to hear it. I know people want to hear it. And two, I know I don't got to fucking argue with nobody. You on your own. Yeah, it's just a stream of consciousness at that point. My brother hit me one day and was like, man, I be yelling at the car. I be yelling at the, uh, at, 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 in my car, be yelling at the speakers when y'all be talking. I be like, yeah, nigga, because you know not to yell when you see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know better than that, don't you? Like, But that, like, the reality is I'm playing around, but it's like, yo, everybody has opinions. Mm-hmm. Everybody has thoughts. Everybody has feelings. Some are with the majority. Some are not with the majority. Yeah. I'm somebody that for my whole social media career, I've been against the majority. I, I'm time I, and time again. I've been against the fucking majority, with, but I deal, can defend my points. Dealing with sports betting, shout out to Rye. You kind of learn that the public is stupid. Yeah. If the public is all in on something, get go out against of there. it. What you say last week about fashion? If you walk into Neiman's and the motherfucking sales rep says, "Man, that's flying off the shelf," get away from yeah, that. Get shelf. away from that shit immediately. Get away from that shelf because the public is normally over fucking hype, moving off a of fucking following. Mm-hmm. That sheep. That's what if ever if everybody's running that way, motherfuckers start running. <laughs> right. That's what it is. Gun. Girl. Yeah. Exactly. 
So for me personally, when it comes to music, I like sitting and coming up with my own thought, yeah. my own feeling. So I look at For All The Dogs where I'll be all the way honest with you. I've fallen in love with that album. It's amazing. Drew a Picasso, I don't give a fuck. Um, uh, yo, I got to give you your props. I wish I was close to get to the yellow button. Numbers only. Dog. <laughs> Dog. Numbers only is that's the best song on that project. I I'll think. take you farther than Mexico. You still got you niggas, niggas all present, you though. I know you shorty your temper, not the messy hoe. You standing tall like that Star Spangled, and I'm listening to it it's like that's when you know a nigga really hot because standing tall like the Star Spangled doesn't make any fucking any sense whatsoever. But we gonna float with it. <laughs> but this shit float. Party walked on water on that song. That's shit, the, the real party. Yeah, that, that that's shit. the that's the best feature of the year. Dog. Period. Dog, he smoked that. Better than J. Cole on first person. That's the Absolutely best feature of the year. Smoked that, yo. And I'm 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 listening to that. Drew a Picasso. What would Pluto do? Just running through him, Bahamas promises. I'm just like, yo, I'm really fucking rolling with this album now. Like, this is a really, really good ass album. Mm-hmm. And at first instant, when it hit, all niggas could say is, man, this nigga ain't rapping on this job. I'm following this shit. He on bullshit. He falling off. <laughs> right. Then he come back with the scary hour six for six, and it's just like, nah, she was cool. You know <laughs> yeah, it's like, where's the energy? Where the energy at? Like, because that's the other part of, of of black culture and internet culture that's toxic, which is we don't give nobody they props because now you dick eating or you glazing. Bruh, that's the new shit. Bruh. So it's like I could dish you as much as I want yeah. because that's cool to do. Yeah. It's cool to be negative and a hater. Like, and and I'm gonna look into the camera when I say this. It's never been thorough to be a hater no. ever in life. No. And niggas disguise the bid. The hating around the bid. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just the bid. Niggas going bid even if they hating or not. And it's like, yeah, I get it, but it's nasty. It's like, weird. And I, don't, and I don't like it. <laughs> like, y'all don't, because. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. The shows that y'all don't have nothing better to do with y'all motherfucking time. Straight up, man. Straight up. But me personally, I, I the six for six is just like, yo, weirdest drone of the week. I, I got a y'all weird and a weirdest drone of the week. And I got a realest post of the week, too. We're going to finish with that. Weirdest... Moment of the week. I spoke about it on Patreon briefly. I saw a conspiracy theorist who dropped the most extreme conspiracy (laughs) theory yesterday that didn't have any real conspiracy or any real theory attached to this shit. But Dan, you haven't heard this yet, so listen up. The nigga said, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm divine. But I think it's almost scary. He said, I think that it's scary how... James Harden got traded to the Clippers. The Clippers went 0-6 in his first six games while he was there. Drake drops the six-song Scary Hours Deluxe. 
And on the same day he drops it, Harden plays against his old team, which is Houston, where Drake has mob ties. And in that game, James Harden hits the go-ahead shot with six seconds left on the clock. Stay woke. And I was like, yo, I don't know what the fuck any of this means. He forgot to add Drake is from Toronto, which is also the stylized he as the six. He said that. I forgot to say Drake is from Toronto, which is the six, but has mob tops in Houston. Harden's old team. Harden hits the game winner with six seconds left on the clock. Shut the And fuck. he gets mentioned in the six songs. I'm like, he said, stay woke. And I'm just like, yo, what? What do, what, do <laughs> what do I do with this? What do I do with this? What the fuck? What do I do with this? So, I wanna um, I wanna do some real quick some numbers around this project mm-hmm. um, and just Drake as as it relates to for all the dogs. Crazy to now. Is, I didn't even look at the numbers. Numbers are stupid. I don't care. So, uh, all right. So, uh, Red Button hit number one on Apple Music initially, and now You Broke My Heart has overtaken it and will possibly compete for Billboard number one next week. Wow. This week, first-person shooter video dropped, and it was trending number one on YouTube and now has almost 9 million views in three days, which is one of his biggest music videos ever because, again, he don't really do mm-hmm. full-on music videos. Meltdown from Travis Scott's album featuring Drake has hit number one on U.S. Rhythmic Radio. Um and then it says that For All the Dogs becomes the album with the most number one hits in U.S. Apple Music history, surpassing Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy and Drake Scorpion that both had six. Mm-hmm. So now he has seven number ones off of um, For All of the Dogs on Apple Music. Um, so that so that's that. And then real quick, Russ, the, the, the rapper, singer Russ says, Drake drops. People complain that there's not enough raps. The RB is great though, and people dismissive. He reminds you, people dick ride again. He dips, and, pe- and people discuss clockwork. He's a legend. Yeah, yeah. That's the Drake cycle. And then here's the realest post of the week. Shout out my bro, um, our bro, uh, I know Brasco, who did our original TRP intro. He had the best post about the whole saga, the whole Drake saga. Drake made the project niggas crucified him for not making. And it's not even one out of one billionth of the think pieces. This why he keeps releasing fluffy ass albums. Catering to rap niggas is exhausting and unrewarding as a billionaire. He said, I was listening this morning and this is like, this is perfect rap and also wouldn't have pushed him past MJ in any era. I appreciate him dropping it. Yeah, yeah. That's real. Like, you can't please them. Niggas are unable to be pleased. No. They live in a perpetual state no. of of, of, mis- of miserableness and mediocrity. Straight up, man. But I enjoy the six. Um, You Broke My Heart is another bomb. That's a bomb. That's a bomb. That's going to be a number one at yeah. some point. That's going to be a number one. It's already number one on Apple Music. That's going to be number one possibly on Billboard next week. Yeah, that's that, a bomb. That that Shoe Fits record was just like, I, I, I can't get over how good that is. Um, shout out to Drake for that. Shout out to 3000, man, for doing the flute print. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day. It serves a purpose. It, it's going to serve a purpose somewhere. Just, it I serves have no a purpose. purpose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it definitely serves a purpose, man. Motherfucker was like, no, because when you cleaning up the crib, it'd be like, well, glad it's night. <laughs> right. Need a baby? Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't have to listen to that when I, like, it's just not. I've, I've never been into Yaz flute. Yeah. So I, I'm not about to pretend. That's, I think, my biggest takeaway. I'm not going to pretend because I sat here on this show and I didn't pretend for Nas, who's my favorite rapper. Yeah. So if I'm not going to pretend for him, why on earth am I going to pretend for anybody? Yeah, you're not going to pre- pretend for one of your goats. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I honestly, I, to, to be fair, and this ain't me just saying it because it's me. Yes, I like myself and shit, but I think I come to music, music more objective than just about anybody I know. 
Because if it's good, I'll say it's good. If it's not, I'm going to say it's not. And I'll take it a step further. For me, I can find something I like even in some... It might be a body of work that I don't like, but I can still find something I like within it. That's like, reality. Like, me me personally, like, trying to think of a moment that would make the most sense. Uh... I guess looking at Drake and Pusha T. Like, I'm a Drake fan. But I said on, I said it on, shout out Clint Coley, who's on the network. Uh, uh, music is the love language. I said it on there. Story of Adidon is a tier one diss record. Now, y'all wasn't rolling, but I said it. I'm like, yo, that's one of the best diss tracks of all time. And, like, I don't understand why we have to be like that. Where it's just like, oh, no, this is my guy. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely and not. Nope. <laughs> Ain't nothing going. Like, fuck that, man. Like, I, I just, I'd rather just be honest with myself. Before we get out of here, can I do a y'all weird? Yeah, definitely. Week? definitely. Yo. So here at the Realest Podcast ever, I've, I've just come across, I come across weird shit all week. <laughs> but some shit is just weirder than other things, and I'm going to talk about it. Did you see the niggas who set off the fireworks on the roof? Yes. In Atlanta and burn the, the building, entire building. building. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, That's niggas. Yeah, listen. That's niggas for you. I thought, honestly, y'all were out of fireworks. I thought niggas had used them all. Uh, this is this is the this is the rapture. Nigga. I saw because during the pandemic, it literally got to the point where it was like niggas was setting off pins landing fireworks on 52nd and Larchwood. I'm like, how did y'all even get y'all hands on these Jones? Jones the size of a trash can. It looked like a trash because it, it'd be like a, almost like a big Gatlin gun. Yeah. yeah. I was walking out of my depot. My depot was on 27th and Allegheny. I walked out. Dog, it was a nigga in the middle of the street. Middle of the street. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck are they doing? They were like on 28th and Allegheny, like at, yeah. the, at the intersection. And they were in the street. And you saw people like putting their cars in reverse and all this. I'm like, yo, what the fuck are they doing? The nigga was lighting the joint with like, you remember the the the, the secret ooze on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> it was like he was putting one of those into the side of it. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yo, he put that joint in there. And I mean, like the whole block was illuminated. Yeah, Car alarms going off. The street lights wasn't working. The the red lights was all on yellow. Because, you know, that shit throws off the whole everything. The whole kilowatts and the, <laughs> everything. <laughs> Everything's the disturbed. <laughs> so it's like, I honestly thought we were done with that. Yeah. To see, and you know that actually happened at our apartment building a couple years ago. Two in the morning. We in the fucking bed. We chilling. <laughs> alarm go off. So I'm just like, oh shit, they doing a fire drill. Lee, like, why the fuck would they be doing a fire drill at 2 a.m.? Yeah. So and why you, we ain't getting no notice about right. this shit? So you get up and look out in the hallway. I see everybody running and shit. You know the the big doors because they fire doors. They yeah. close in the hallways. I'm like, yo, I think it's a real fire. She's like, nigga, of course it's a fire. This is why the shit going off. We get up, get outside. Everybody the fuck outside. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? Turns out somebody lit fireworks and threw it down the trash chute. Landed in the dumpster, and the dumpster caught on fire. So the flames was coming up to shoot. And I'm just like, shit me. what the <laughs> fuck, man? But the building didn't burn down. Yeah. I wish it would have, because I got 100K <laughs> on the insurance, but that's neither here nor there. Need to cash that need out. Need to cash that out immediately. <laughs> you know? But seeing this situation, these weren't kids. Oh, no. The man was like 44, 43, and she was 35. Yeah. And it's just like, y'all adults on the roof, up on the roof with fireworks, and light the shits and not little property damage, little yeah. 1700. <laughs> the whole building burned down. They said they said a cat died. 
shit. Cats don't die. Animal cruelty. No. <laughs> a cat died. They said it was like 20-something people that was displaced permanently or some shit yeah. or whatever. And it just like, why, yo? That's, that's bad. Why? That's very, very bad. Now you got all these charges. You got all this shit. Just because you on the roof playing around with fucking Roman candles <laughs> in your 40s. You didn't fucking kill the whole community. <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. Dog, you know what that fucking uh, restitution gonna look like and everything else? It just, this is just dumb. Yeah, you got, your restitution is $964,324. That was definitely the weirdest shit I've seen. Yeah, no, week. that's strange. Like, yo, can we, I'm gonna be honest with you, y'all, and I think I speak for a lot of different people. I never have to hear or see another firework in my life. I second that motion. I'm not being funny. Here's the thing. You know this shit happened like, what day did it happen on? I'm going to pull it up right, right now. ATL fireworks, because that's all you got to type in. Mm-hmm. Niggas, that's what I'm going to type in. <laughs> ATL fireworks. Let me see what we got here. The reserve at La Vista Walk. Anything in La Vista. Yeah, two niggas. We ain't going to say their names. <laughs> it happened on... Doesn't say. It's a weird article. Yeah, it just say that they charged and where it happened. They don't say the date. Uh... This is 10.36 on Friday. But it happened in November. Okay. So this article came out on November 11th. So I can tell you how I do this. I do the calendar. Yeah. November 11th was, so November 10th. November 10th. Friday, November 10th. So niggas setting off fireworks in the name of Veterans Day is what you're telling me. I I was going to (laughs) ask, what the fuck are you celebrating (laughs) on November 10th? Veterans Day. Yeah, no, because I was in boot camp. <laughs> ROTC, you know what I'm saying? I salute you. Fuck out of here. I swear to God, I was like, what the fuck? Because it ain't like the, Haiti didn't become independent. Like, there's nothing happening. Yeah, Jamaica didn't get their freedom. They didn't annex from, from, from Great Britain. Niggas, man, they burned down the entire building. Yeah, give, give them life. You know what I'm saying? That's my, that's my solution to everything now. Give them life. I don't, I don't know what you want to tell me. Like... Do some bullshit, like give yeah, life. That's great. Um, what you think? Give life. Give life. I'm, I'm, away, I'm, you know? I'm just tired of dumb shit, man. Oh. Like lock everybody up. I remember that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> we're gonna do down the line. But like that, you know when I said uh, everybody eats and there's enough out here for everybody. Yeah. That whole I don't wish jail on nobody thing. Oh uh, no. That's that's no. one of the. No, myths. some of you niggas need to go to jail. Some of y'all like deserve what you what you got coming, man. A couple, told you. a couple of y'all out drop an anonymous tip. <laughs> Get you the fuck out of here. I'm tired of you niggas. You got to go. Hello, tip line. Yeah, no, nah, this uh, this Sam. This <laughs> Sam Rothstein. Ah, oh, this Sam, man. What's going on? That's funny as shit, man. But yeah, when I saw that, I was just like, come on, man. 43 and, 43 and 35 years old, man. 
Two idiots. Two grown ass idiots. Said it took 80 firefighters to work through the night to put the shit out. I'm out of here. <laughs> no. I'm a, I'm 80 a, firefighters. If if 80 anything got to get dispatched, <laughs> 80 National Guard, 80 police officers, 80 firefighters, 80 Pico workers. Well, like, you going on a field trip and 80 <laughs> chaperones you draw. You fucked up. You draw. If 80 of one particular thing got to be dispatched somewhere, you fucked Hell, up, If 80 anything got to get dispatched, that's crazy, you man. fucked up, fam. Hundreds of people were evacuated from the building. Um, 28 people are still displaced. America Red Cross. Um, 17 people had to be treated for severe smoke inhalation. A cat died. And, uh, yeah, so that's what they had. Man, rest in peace, Nermal. Yeah, man. <laughs> killed the cat. Y'all done killed Frisky, man. <laughs> I don't know what the Niggas fuck. have no coof, man. This is nasty out here. Yo, man. A cat dying is a wild omen because it's like they don't die they ever. They got nine lives. Ever. I seen a cat jump off a 10-story building and just land and keep right. walking. <laughs> I watched a video yesterday about five times. It was a, a cat uh, harassing a cane corso. Nothing happened. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, no. Cats play with their lives all the time. All the time. They cheat death on a regular basis. Uh, <laughs> like, shut your bitch ass up. Uh, <laughs> Can't Corso ain't do nothing. Like, ah, oh, man. Oh, man. But, yeah, like, just, just I, I be tired like you with a dumb shit. Why are y'all doing this? Jail. Jail. Like, yeah, like Charleston White. Jail, man. Seriously. I got nothing else, though, man. You want... Say anything else? Love y'all. We appreciate y'all. As we got always. a show December 17th, man. Get them tickets. Universe.com slash TRPE. Also, we have Patreon. Y'all want more content like this, more crazy shit, uh, more us talking about people burning stuff down, me, me advocating for niggas getting life. Go to that Patreon.com slash official TRPE. Free 99 seven-day uh, subscription so you can test out the VIP tier. Check out all of the content that we did the last, you know, two and a half, almost three years, man. Straight up, man. We out this bitch. Peace. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.